Episode 11 starts now. Welcome to ShareMo EDU. We are a team of two Missouri lead learners sharing stories across the state and beyond through the lens of education. I'm Dr. Renee Hawkins, principal at Maple Elementary School in Smithville, Missouri. And I'm Dr. Eric Carlin, elementary assistant principal at Maple Elementary in Smithville, Missouri. This week's guest is an elementary principal that recently wrote a book that is creating the Be the One for Kids movement. His one word for 2018 is believe, and he is a true believer. He shares bursts of motivation on Twitter and through email messages to his followers. We are very excited to pump some passion for education on the podcast today with Ryan Sheehy. Welcome, Ryan. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me today. Awesome. Well, Ryan, help us to get to know you and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Ryan Sheehy, and uh, you know my passion for education and kids, uh, I want to say, started right away. I'm the second oldest of eight kids. Um, and so I've been around kids my entire life and we're a pretty, um, spread out family. So, um, even when I was older, I had younger siblings that were still, um, going through all the different stages of life. Uh, I was able to, I grew up in San Diego, came up here to, I live in uh, Northern California, uh, got married when I was 20 years old. Uh, just, I knew exactly what I want. And when I know what I want, I'm going to go after it. Um, I have four children of my own. A fifth grader, a fourth grader, a second grader, and a preschooler. So I'm right in the thick of things. And yeah. I was an elementary physical education teacher um, and started off at six different elementary schools, traveling from wow. point A, point B every day, doing different things. Um, then moved on, transitioned to a middle school, and then left the district that I was in, went to another district, worked in an elementary and high school, and then okay. came back to the original district as a high school vice principal. And now I am an elementary uh, principal at Highlands Elementary School here in Concord, California. And so I've had that unique, diverse look at education, K-12. And I'm super pumped uh, to be creating a movement, be the one for kids, just unleashing educators', educators power to be the one for kids and to change a child's life. Awesome. Wow. Lots of great experience. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> So you've mentioned your mantra and hashtag for education, hashtag be the one. Um, what do these words mean to you and how do you honor these words? So I think it all started, you know, kind of looking back at my diverse education career and sitting in the lunchrooms. And you would always, I would always hear, I was the outsider, right? I was an elementary PE teacher. I was a prep provider. So I wasn't really necessarily inside the circles in those rooms. I would sit back and one thing about me, my brain's always going, I'm always listening, I'm always you know, doing something. And so I'd sit back and I'd hear the conversations of different educators and they're, the being afraid to go out and do something different because that's not what their colleagues were doing. Mm -hmm. And that's really where my hashtag and my mantra all started is looking at that note, no, is you have the power to change the life of a child. And now is the time to unleash that power because without that, we're not going to do anything in education. We need to be brave and take that step and be the one for kids. Wow. That's a powerful message. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, so uh, go ahead and share a message from your book uh, that you think would cause listeners to take action or uh, just some uh, piece from your, your book that you uh, touch on. Yeah, you know, I think about, I think, you know, looking back at my own education career or my own my own growth through education. I started off in public school. I went to public school, kindergarten, first and second. And then I was homeschooled, third, fourth, and fifth. And then I went to private school, sixth, seventh, and eighth. In my sixth grade class, there were six kids total. Six wow. boys, that was it. And then I went to public high school. So like I said, I've done K-12 as an educator, 
and I've done a little bit of everything as a student as well. And I think one of the, one of the stories I think back I go back on is really building those connections. Um, my second grade teacher, uh, Mrs. Lewis, she we were at track school, so you know we'd go to school and then we'd have a couple weeks off. And during one of those times I was off track, she invited me back to come in the classroom and have pizza and kind of just connect. And she invited three or four of us back, and that was the thing to me. And I it, it made such an impact because I I think about it still and. I, I love free stuff, and so free food was even better. Um, and coming back and just really getting that opportunity to share my story with her, and I think that's just a, such a little thing, but it's such an overlooked thing. And I think as educators, if we can do those little pieces, we can drop those little nuggets and show our students that we care, we wanna learn their story, that's huge. It's made an impact on my life, and it's kind of created why I wanna do these things. Wow. It all starts with relationships. Absolutely. Okay, Brian, reflect on these statements. Right now, one thing that is going well for me is, and I want to grow by. Okay, yeah, those are those are uh, <laughs> deep. I can get deep on those. So one <laughs> uh, one of the things I think that is going really well for me right now is being able to um, make an impact more than just my site, my school, and that's something that was huge for me. Is one of the things as an elementary PE teacher. I had, I had bigger impact over not just a classroom of 35 kids, but over a whole school because I got to see everybody. Now, when I went into administration, I got to look at that a little through a different lens and really do that. And now my mantra is not just my site, but it's the world, you know, and it's really, so that's something that's going really well for me. And I think, you know, one of the areas I want to grow on obviously is really making sure that I'm still focused in not just so with such a wide lens always, but really be able to focus in on my school and my group of students and making sure that I'm still here for them and I'm still here for my family. You know, I think that's that's the easiest piece is we want to be the one for our kids, but sometimes as parents and as as educational leaders, we forget we leave our own people behind. And that's not what I want to do. So that's something that I'm really focusing in on to try to be better on to make sure that I'm throughout this movement, throughout this, all this time and effort that I put into it, that I don't forget my site, but I also don't get to forget my family. Mm -hmm. um, what three words would you use to describe the person who has made the greatest impact on your life? And why do those words come to mind? <sighs> Belief, encouragement, and trust. And I, you know, I, and I, I can't think of any one person that's made the biggest impact, but I just think that those three words are, you know, what I could think of three different people, you know, kind of believing in me, showing me that, knowing that I can do anything, you know, trusting me that, you know, it's all going to be worth it in the end, you know, to be able to put in that work and really encourage, you know, because I think we have, there's a lot of self-doubt out there and, you know, is my message going to be received in that same way? Um, I know that there's passion and I'm a passionate person. And sometimes that rubs people the wrong way. And so having those people that believe, encourage, and trust you makes all the difference in the world. Well, ironically, that seems to be the message that you put out too, or the words, yeah. I guess, behind your message. Yes, absolutely. What's been a game-changing moment for you in the field of education? Oh, game-changing. I think the game, my biggest game changing moment is when um, I got hired on as an administrator. You know, I think uh, 
So I had kind of a weird, uh, weird situation when I first became an administrator. I was offered a job in um, April as a vice principal, and then the day they was going to the board, um, I was pulled off the board docket, and it was kind of, and I got a phone call. And it was like Ryan, um, we've decided to, there's going to be a new principal at the school site. We've decided to wait and um, let that principal make the decision on who to hire. So we're going to pull you off, and you can interview for the job again over the summer. Which, oh as an educator, that's a very nerve-wracking, um, considering it was changing districts. Um, and my district, they had already notified my district that I was leaving, and so that was, you know, that was a big piece. But I think the game-changing piece is just getting that opportunity once I did get hired to come in and really voice and change change the voice of the school. And I was fortunate that my the principal, she was a first-time principal, first-year principal. I was first-year vice principal. And she really didn't micromanage. She let me go out and make those decisions over my departments and over the curriculum and over the students that I needed to do. And she allowed me to grow as the leader that I wanted to be and as the educator that I wanted to be. So having that trust, that encouragement, and that belief in me was what was making that biggest game changing. But I think that is what set me up for where I am today and where I want to be. Great story. A little yeah. stress along the way. Absolutely. <laughs> Always. Yeah, talk about trust. Oh, boy, man. Okay. If your cup is not full, you cannot fill the cup of others. Cheers. 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 <laughs> How do you promote self-care? You kind of mentioned you have four kids, a family, you wrote a book, you have all these things going on. How do you how do you take care of uh, yourself and 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 recharge? Yeah, you know, and it, it's funny because, you know, that's always been, that's always the discussion. I think that's probably the discussion in um, many households across the country is, you know, that that balance and trying to find that balance. Um, and I think one of the important things for me is that whenever I've talked with people about a job or I've talked with people about an opportunity, I'm very clear. You don't get just me. You get me, my wife, my four kids. So I try to bring them along the journey with me. Um, and really be proactive about that. Um, you know, for me, when I was started even thinking about about writing the book or going into leadership, people were always like, "Hey, Ryan, be careful. Your family is the one that suffers." And I don't want that. I don't. You know, I was like I said, I got married when I was twenty. I was committed. This is I knew exactly what I want to be. I want to be a family man. I want. You know, I wanted to have kids young. I wanted to do. I wanted to be there for them to be able to do that. And I think incorporating them throughout all the different processes is, is the best way to do it. I promised all my kids that I'm going to coach them in all their sports for as long as I can, for as long as, um, as, long as my job of, of availability will allow it. Um, now I've got suckered into uh, refereeing soccer <laughs> and doing those, kind, doing those kind of things. But I think my self-care my self is really spending time with them. And I, I love the moments that I can sit down on my computer and I can write. I think my blog, it was, um, people are always like, Ryan, how do you find time to write? And how do you find time to blog? And that's ignited my passion even more. You know, that was a big piece. It was kind of me just throwing my thoughts out there. Um, and I started it for myself because as a self-care piece to really allow me to tell my story and get it down there. and it ignited the fire that I had inside. So I think that's one of the big things. Um, another self-care thing is, you know, getting out outside and exercising. Um, I, I, being a PE teacher, 
something that's important to me. Um, I was actually training for a marathon this year. Um, and in September, I, we moved into a brand new house, fell down my stairs and broke my leg in multiple places. So, uh, had a, I was off work for a couple months this past year. And so now it's kind of one of those pieces trying to get back into the swing of things and getting back into that exercise mode. But I think all of those are one of the thing, things that go into my self-care. Well, I can talk about your blog. I appreciate that you model that it doesn't have to be long. Your yes. short bursts of motivation are found right there in your blog. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Because as a fellow blogger, it is hard to find time. <laughs> it, it is. It is. And that's not, and it's never been who I am. I'm, I'm, a, sh I'm a short, short burst of guy. You know, if you look at my book, there's 47 chapters, but my chapters are paid one to three pages long. Sure. And be the ones, what, 30 minutes, 20 minutes? <laughs> Yeah, 15 minutes in the chat, 15 minutes. Questions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, that, that's right. In dinner time in California, yeah. my wife, her and I were talking like, how are you going to find 30 minutes or an hour? Right? And I said, 15 minutes. Just give me 15 minutes. Yes. <laughs> okay, Ryan, this month we are pro promoting hashtag Audacious April. What is one way you can take a bold risk in April? Uh, bold risk in April. I think... Uh, April is always a, it tends to be a time of, you know, testing, statewide testing, a lot of things stacking up. I think, you know, educators can, a bold risk they can take in the month of April is to put all that stuff to, a, to the side and focus in on the kids, focus in on relationships and focus in on recharging. Because I think too often we get caught up in our day-to-day -day operations, especially the grind time of the year right now, where we do have the testing, most of our most of us have finished up our spring breaks and we're coming here back and now it's like okay now we're in the thick of things take a day put that stuff on the burn on the back burner focus in on your kids focus in on relationships focus in on that communication with each other and how can we come together to make us a stronger unit to make us do better and everything else great message powerful thank you Okay, we've come to the moment in this interview where it's time to share your fast five. <laughs> we are going to fire five questions at you, and we want you to answer with the first thought that comes to mind. All right. Okay, here we go, Renee, question one. What is the best trait a friend can possess? Loyalty. If you could have dessert for breakfast, what would you eat? Ice cream sundae. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? Ooh, uh, motivational speaker. Cool. I think you do a good job at that. <laughs> if you could trade places with anyone for a day, who would it be? Oh my gosh, this is going to be fast. Uh, um, who would it be? Oh my goodness. I have no clue. I, I, I would, uh, oh my gosh. Steph Curry. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Last question, book or Kindle? Book. Okay. Well, Ryan, thank you so much. This is uh, inspiring and, and truly great to get to talk to you and you can just see your passion bursting. Um, and I can't read, read, read your book um, when I get it. And um, is there any, for anyone who's going to listen in, uh, is there any message uh, that you want to leave them with or something that you want to share uh, as we go forward. Yeah, I, I think, you know, one of the one of the things that always hones I hone in on when I start thinking about my message and I start thinking about this is I start thinking about a student that I had when I was a high school vice principal who 
I walked into the office and I could hear the screams coming um, from around the corner down this and closer to my office. And when I rounded the corner, it was this girl that was so frustrated, ready to fight, ready to do those kind of things. And I sat her down and I started talking to her and I built that connection. And this girl was a child that came from abuse. She was neglected by her parents. She was put in the foster youth system and she needed somebody in her corner. And I took the opportunity to have those conversations, to ask the difficult questions and to build the relationships. And that girl, her whole demeanor changed. We created a relationship, her, myself, and the school resource officer. We promised her, we said, hey, you know what? In two months is your birthday. If you could, if you could make it from now until then without being in a fight, which is a big thing for this girl, she'd been in a lot of fights. I said, we're gonna take you out to lunch. We're gonna take you anywhere you wanna go, and the three of us, because we believe in you. And I think from that moment on, her whole demeanor changed. Now coming to the office wasn't, wasn't a bad thing. It's where she started every day. She would get drop, dropped off by the public bus. She'd come straight in. She'd be like, Sheehy, where are you? And we'd sit down and we'd chat and we'd have our little, we'd have our pick-me-ups throughout the day. And it was one of the things that when I left, when I got a letter sent to me, just explaining to me that the importance that was, that relationship to her was, now she's going to college. She feels like she has somebody in her corner and she has somebody believing you, believe in, in herself. So I think the, the message I wanna to leave to all educators is it takes one conversation. It takes one moment and it takes one person to change the life of these kids. And we need to stop looking at each other and stop seeing who's gonna do it and it's time for you to do it. And it's time for you to be the one for kids. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> to leave us with. Thank you. Tune in next week to learn more as we share, share about you. you. Thank, Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for having me.